The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. All right, welcome to the Chronic Podcast. I'm your host, Ralph Marlboro. We are past the draft, which means we are in the dead zone of NFL news and Saints news. So this podcast will be fooled with foolishness, and we will spend way, way too much time and care way too much about topics that don't mean shit. But to, to help me get through it, as always, is Andrew Juge of the Saints Nation, Kevin Held of Akeem Drops the Ball, and pro, future pro wrestler, and occasional columnist for Canal Street Chronicles, and our fearless leader, uh, Dave Cariello from Canal Street Chronicles. All right. Um, first topic we're going to discuss is a topic that I'm ripping off from Pro Football Talk, which they've been doing. Uh, every team's Mount Rushmore. you got to pick four guys to represent, if the Saints had a Mount Rushmore, four guys who would it be? And we will start this by, I guess, having a vote. Uh, and hopefully the vote won't be 2-2. But for Mount Rushmore, for the Saints, do we combine players and coaches and front office people? Or do we separate it out? And can it only be players? And can it only be front office? I vote, since the Saints history is so shitty... You got to combine the two, and it's got to be players and coaches and front office for the one. Um, since Dave, since you're our leader, I'll let you vote. Do we do p- players only and coaches only, or do we mix the two for the Mount Rushmore? I mean, I think you know how I feel. I mean, we're we're we're, we're running this on Canal Street Chronicles, and I've left it open to to include any any figure in all of the state's history and state past. So. Uh, I'm all for leaving it, leaving it open to, to, to anybody and every. I mean, you know, it could be gumbo or or sort of state for all I give a shit. Um, but uh, it should definitely be more than just players. I mean, if, if this is about the state, you know, there, there's more involved than than just the players. There are a lot of people that working behind the scenes that make all this stuff happen. So yeah, uh, I think it should be open to to anybody. Kevin. Um. I was able, I mean, you know, when I went on uh, Canal Street Chronicles and responded to it, I was able to do two, one of just players and one of just non-players, and I, I thought it was pretty easy. So that that be my vote. Uh, Andrew? Yeah, I'm with Kevin. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm a big buff on Saints history, and, you know, my, my memory goes back to the early 80s, but... Um, I did a lot of research just, to, you know, about the 70s. I don't know as much about the 60s, but I'm always curious about that stuff. And, um, you know, I want to know the good players and the stuff. Yeah, I guess I feel like I know enough and I have enough respect for a lot that I can do two mountains. Oh. All right, well, I wanted it to be all together, but instead of making it 2-2, we'll vote it to where we'll just do a player's one and we'll – just do a front office one. So um, let's start with, uh, I guess we'll start with the front office one. Um, I'm going to say you got to have 
you got to start with Jim Mora. And I know people say, well, he didn't win a playoff game, and he, he, he you know, that, saying he ruined a Super Bowl team, people are telling me on Twitter. But let me explain something to you people that don't really know Saints history. From 1967 to 1985, before Jim Moore arrived, the Saints won 83 games. From 1986 to 1996, when he was the head coach, they won 93. So... The Saints were the worst team in professional sports pre-Jim Mora. They, they were bags. They were astronaut team. They were a joke. And they, hadn't, they didn't have a winning season for 20 years. And I think Jim Mora has to be on the Mount Rushmore for non-players. And I think that's my guy that I'm going to nominate. So, Dave, I turn to you. Who do you put on the Mount Rushmore of non-players for the Saints? Not players. Uh, I think maybe Dave Dixon. I think he was, uh, and, and again, I, I'm not like a total history, you know, fact guru here. So, I mean, I don't know everything, but, I mean, what I do know of him is that he was incredibly instrumental with, with having the Saints here and uh, and all that. So, I mean, I think as far as going all the way back to the founding of the Saints, I think maybe if we're not including players, I, I think probably, I think a guy like Dave Dixon probably makes it. Uh, Kevin? <laughs> Kevin, are you there? Um, no, 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 I'm here. I was just <laughs> thinking. You called me, call me mid biker. Sorry. Um, I oh. And I'm assuming we're all picking different people. So I will go with the media person. And I'm going to go probably one of the most uh, possible in the history of the team. And I'm going to say Hindu, Jim Henderson. Interesting. That's a good – that's an interesting choice. I mean, I I, I don't know. I I just think that – I like that thing. As far I mean, back as I remember, provided that's a lot of the favorite calls. Right, favorite calls. That's the voice that uh, that everybody associates with the Saints now, at least. Uh, I, 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 I think, I think, I think Jim Henson's voice and name is just as as much a part of the team as as anything else. You know, by that by that same token, I think you could even consider. Uh, uh, I can't even remember uh, Romick, Jerry Romick, oh, yeah. the, the the stadium announcer. I mean, I I think his his voice uh, is very much can very yeah. much be equated equated with the team. I mean, you know, the way he I think Jerry Romick everybody's late seventies now. Yeah. He's older than that, I think. Yeah, he's get, he's getting old, but I think he's been around since the very beginning, has he not? I believe he he's been there since the first game. He was the PA announcer for the very first game. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you know, he, he, I, I forgot about him when we were originally discussing this, but uh, I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of liking him too. Yeah. So Andrew, you have the last choice um, for the Mountain Rushmore of non-players, and then we'll we'll fight it out and come to a consensus. Well, I was going to name Romig as well. I wasn't going to give it to Romig, but I, I felt like I'd be remiss in at least giving him some recognition. So I'm really glad that Dave brought that up. Uh, another 
obviously Sean Payton. I mean, I, I think that's too obvious of an answer, and he, his career with the Saints isn't over yet. But by the time it's done, I mean, I think, you know, the head coach that brought a Super Bowl, he, he's certainly in the discussion. Um, but for me, it's the architect of the Jim Moore years. And, you know, a lot of credit's given to Jim Moore for how that team did. But some of the moves that Jim Fink was able to make in that era and really dig you know, we talk about how... There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Junior Gallad and... and you know, better than that. I mean, Jari Evans, Carl Nix, Lance Moore, these Pierre Thomas, these players that these Saints are able to find under rock and turn into good players. I mean, Jim Finks plucked the very best of the USFL and brought them to the NFL and really transformed the Saints from basically football rejects, guys that weren't good enough to play in the league. And not only did the comment beat out some of the NFL players that were on the Saints roster, but they became superstars. So uh, I attribute uh, the pieces and, and the things that Jim Finks was able to put together as the architect of those years um, as almost more notable than what Jim Moore did. Okay, well, here's, here's my argument against that. I mean, if, if, if we're talking about giving, uh, you know, somebody like that credit for, for building a team, I mean, who 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 built a better team than I would say Mickey Loomis, who, who who built the team that won the Super Bowl and who's built the team since 2005 or 2006 or whatever and uh, and seen their most successful years. So you know, I, I think if I think if that's the if, yeah. if that's the reasoning you're going with, I don't know. I, I think Loomis uh, sneaks in there then too. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna argue with Andrew and Jim Finks is disqualified. For the, the Bobby Abair fiasco of letting his quarterback hold out for a year, trading a first, second, and third round draft pick for Steve Walsh, and then re-signing the quarterback that you had hold out for a year, and basically kind of costing the Saints maybe a chance at a Super Bowl because they didn't have any high draft picks to get an offensive player, and also. He didn't do all the main drafting in the USFL. Yeah, he brought Sam Mills. Yeah, he brought Steve Court. But Bum Phillips drafted Vaughn Johnson. Bum Phillips drafted Mel Gray. So I just think Jim Finks gets – the whole Bobby Hebert fiasco, Andrew, to me, he gets DQ'd. Like, I, I can't 
It's like it's like Moses. You can't you can't go into the prom. You can't go into the promised land. The, the yeah, Bobby. He was, already dying. he was already dying at that point. Yeah. Ralph. I know. <laughs> um, so I guess we've got you got we got Han we got Hindu we got Mora we got Dixon we got Peyton we got Loomis. Uh, and Romig. And Romig. So you want me to throw it? If you want to throw out another name to to, to really fucking debate. <laughs> Or think about, I mean, shit. Why not? Talk, why not think about Buddy D? Who, Buddy? Ooh. Yes, Buddy D. But you see, though, Kenny Wilkerson. Ah, oh, Lord. <laughs> we have now, the, now we vote on the floodgate. We have the all media. We'll have the all media Mount Rushmore for the Saints. We'll do that next week. We'll put them all on there. Then we'll detonate it. <laughs> <laughs> we can have Wang push the plunger. We can. <laughs> Um, no, I, I think we'll, we'll have, so we got Hendu, we got Moore, we got Dixon, we got Peyton, we got Loomis, we got Romick. I'm going to say, I'm going to say you got, you, you've, you've got to have either Sean Payton or Mickey Loomis because they hosted a Lombardi trophy. So I'm going to say Romick. And, and I think, I say Payton over, over Mora. I mean, yeah, Mora was a good coach and, you know, the eighties and all that kind of stuff, but. Uh, I mean, he didn't he didn't reach the ultimate prize, which is winning a Super Bowl. Peyton Peyton has done that. I, I I think you know I agree with you that we that Peyton or Loomis needs to be on there, and I believe that you got to take if it's a toss up between Peyton and Moore, you got to take Peyton or Moore. Okay, well let, let's yeah, I agree. Let's do a quick vote then. Uh, Henderson, yay or nay? Since Kevin nominated him, Dave, yay or nay for Jim Henderson? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I, and, and again, it's the same thing with the with Mora versus Peyton. I think I think Henderson and Romig are sort of kind of in the same category, and so they're head to head. And I I guess my re- my thinking is is Henderson probably reaches more people and probably is probably more familiar to more people, and I think he's also more of a a face because he's. On the, he was on the, you know, the, the night anchor, the sports anchor, and he does commercials and all that kind of stuff. So I think Henderson's more of a known commodity. So I, I give Henderson's over Romig. If, if that was, if that was a, a head-to-head thing, I'm okay with Henderson being on there. I vote yes for Henderson. Andrew, what, what say you for Henderson? I'm going to take Romig over Henderson just because Henderson likes uh, putting. Uh, Strippers in Vegas on the company bill. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna allegedly, be, I'm gonna, allegedly, there's no evidence. <laughs> allegedly. All right, but he got it. You got outvoted three to one. So Henderson's on there. Next, we're gonna go to uh, Dave Dixon. That's Dave's nominee. So Kevin, yay or nay for Dave Dixon? I can't catch my breath. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even hear what the hell he's saying. I, he, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I think he says he's talking at a level that only dogs can hear. Laughing at the Henderson stripper thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 
can't even like I can't even like picture Jim Henderson getting a lap dance. I mean, he's just like your grandfather. It's like picture your grandfather getting a lap dance from some super Vegas. I mean, I just can't even picture. Oh, Lord have mercy. Ralph, we should never go home again. We can't. We can't. Dave, do you need another writer for Canal Street Chronicles? Well, he doesn't work yeah. for WWL anymore. So. Somebody recap my decision. Uh, <laughs> Dave Dixon, yes or no? Dave Dixon, uh, yes. Uh, guy built it. The guy is the architect of the dome. Uh, push for it. I got to... Uh, I gotta, I, I gotta go in favor of that. Huge Dave Dixon, yes or no? Well, I'm just gonna be the naysayer since everyone's saying yes. Say no. I um, think just because because I, I need a spot for the fetch monster. <laughs> I vote no for Dixon, so it's two two, so he's out. All right, next we'll go to Jim Mora. I already voted yes, so Kevin, yay or nay for Jim Mora? <laughs> Laughing? He probably is. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm actually, I'm actually giving very consideration here. Um, I say nay on Mora. All right. <laughs> you know what? Oh shit! Come on, help! Let's go. I'm gonna say yes. All right. So, uh, yeah. Andrew, you are the tiebreaker for Mora. Uh. So what we got? We've got Hen- Hendu no and and we got Hendu Dixon yes. No? We we have Hendu oh, yes. Hendu Dixon yes and no. Dixon no. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say you gotta put Jim Moore in. You gotta put Jim Moore. So Jim Moore is on there. So we have two we have two spots left for the non-player division. Let's go to Sean Payton. Uh, you gotta put Sean Payton on there. So we did, did we do Payton? I thought we had. Payton. Well, we're, oh, doing, we're, we're having those. We're having the final. We're having the final. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Recap. I, I, I vote. I definitely pay. Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I quit. You know, I think Peyton's even a leg up on more. I think more turned around a team that had a long, you know, two, two, three decades of losing. Um, Sean Payton picked up a three and thirteen team after Hurricane Katrina. So. Um, yeah, I, I, and, and then he, he went further in the playoffs, and he's done it multiple times now. So, um, yeah, he's in. Uh, Romig, I vote no for Jerry Romig. It breaks my heart a little bit, but I vote no. Kevin on Romig? I'm also voting no on Romig. Who's Dave, you vote no. Well, we have, we have Loomis. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, no on Romig. Uh, Andrew on Romig? Yes, on Romig. Well, it was... He didn't get three votes. He needed three. It doesn't votes. matter. So he's out. So Loomis, we have, we have Loomis. I'm gonna vote. I mean, there's you, left. Is there anybody left? Well, you have Loomis on, on our list. We have Loomis or Buddy D, and one of them's got to get the spot. So let's go to Loomis. Yeah, I vote yes for Loomis. I vote Buddy D. You vote Buddy D. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, I'm voting Buddy D. So. Yeah, how can you betray? I can't. I can't. I have to vote Buddy D. You're right. So I vote Buddy D. So if Dave or Kevin, if either one of you votes Buddy D, he goes on the Mount Rushmore of non-players. I do not vote Buddy D. I do not vote Buddy D. I will vote. I will vote Buddy D. I'm voting Buddy D. 
only if the monument is instead of the if, if it's in his face, yeah. if it's a giant, if it's a giant squirrel head. It is. It'll be a giant. It'll be. Yeah. A, It'll be a giant squad. So the the non Saints player, the non player Saints Mount Rushmore is Jim Henderson, Jim Mora, Sean Payton, and Buddy D. Somewhere John Meekum just threw up, and and that makes me that makes me happy. He doesn't know why. So now we get to so now we get to the uh, player Mount Rushmore, and this becomes interesting. So I'll start it off with. You gotta have Drew Brees. Yeah, um, let's just let, let's just put him on there. We'll just yeah. talk about the, the remaining three spots. Oh, we got. I really, three. I really think it's just, the question is only one player. I mean, I think Ricky Jackson, Willie. Rose, I, I agree with Brees, that. Those three are absolutely in. Yes. Period. I agree. I mean, you got two Hall of Famers and a future Hall of Famer. So let's just discuss number four. Okay. I second. I second that motion. Well, I think I think number four. I respectfully disagree with the gentleman, but I am outnumbered, so be it. So, what, who, who, if you don't, have, if you, if you have Breeze, Ricky Jackson, and Willie Rove, you think which one of those isn't going to? Do you not think is going to be on there? Well, it's 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 not necessarily that. It's just that I just feel like I just feel like you could have a discussion about all those guys. I, I feel like you could throw Sam Mills into the, into the discussion. I feel like you could. Okay, you but, could okay, have okay. So, okay, but really, well, first of all, first of all, if you want Sam Mills on there, he could be in that fourth spot. But explain to me how Sam Mills should be in over any of those three guys. Yeah, I can't. I, I, Unfortunately, I, I mean, I, I kind of can. I just kind of <laughs> just look at it like, oh, man, this guy, but this guy, and it's like yeah. I don't really have a – I don't have a like a, a, a metric. Like I don't have. Well, well, that's. I mean, that's the whole point. I mean, if you if you're saying if you're if you're going to be disagreeable and say that you don't think that those three players, Breeze, Jackson, and Rope, should be automatically voted on to Mount Rushmore, it's beholden on you to come up with a player that legitimately should be included in place of one of those three. Well, right. I. I can't. Well, really saying there's two players that deserve to be over one of them. Yeah, I, I can't. I mean, you can't make the argument because I I think Willie Rolf he 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 played such a big chunk of his career with the Saints. It's not really split. I mean, he he was great for Kansas City, but for those years with the Saints, I mean, it was Pro Bowl after Pro Bowl, and basically from his second year on with the Saints, he played right tackle his first year. By his second year, everybody's like, oh, oh yeah, Willie Rowe, he's the best left tackle in football. And it wasn't even really – there wasn't even really much of an argument for, for a stretch of three, four, five years there. Um, but the fourth spot, if we, we, we're all kind of agreed that it's Breeze, Jackson, and Willie Rowe. The fourth spot, I'm going to start off with I think is going to be one of the most controversial names, and that's Archie Manning. Because wow. he's sort of like the Saints – He's sort of like their mascot, and the you know everybody loves him. But who? Archie. Manning. Oh. And I would argue that not only should he not be on the Mount Rushmore of Saints players, I would argue he wouldn't even make the Mount Rushmore of Saints quarterbacks. Oh God. So. I think you just pissed off about eighty percent of the people that are listening. I did, but look, his best year was eight and eight. He was offensive MVP one year, but I would argue. No, but was that his fault? Was it? Was I mean, was it completely? His, 
I, I mean, I, I wasn't around. I didn't watch the Archie days. <laughs> I, I, you know, was it his fault that they were eight late, or was it just that everybody else around him was so god awful? Uh, he had, another he question. had no, he had another, no another, offensive line. Yeah. yeah, I mean, another, another, another question would be is if his best season was eight and eight, how instrumental was he winning those those eight games? I mean, if it was like if he if he took the team on his back and won those eight games, then that that makes it even better. I'm just throwing out arguments. I'm playing devil's advocate here. My, like my I said, problem, I could watch. It. My problem with. Archie Manning, is, as I did the Who Dat History, and I re- and I looked at 78 and 79 for the Saints, which were the two which years. I wish you would do more of, by the way. Those are great. Everybody loves those. I know. They're so – I got to get I gotta get back with my guy from Pascagoula that has every Saints game ever on DVD. I got to find his email and get him because basically you just send him blank DVDs, and he sends you back whatever Saints game you want. It's fantastic. Um, but uh, – for free, bro. You got to buy the he DVD. He needs to be writing for Canal Street Chronicle. What's that? He needs to be writing. She needs to be writing weekly posts of like old games and shit. Re- recap, but in '78 yeah. and '79, Dave. Here's the thing about Archie Manning. In all their big games, he was borderline awful, and he couldn't come through in big spots. Like when they played the Raiders. He was horrible in the second half when they had the meltdown. Against they went to Denver, they lost ten to three. He only completed like five passes. Wait, Ralph, Ralph, What's are that? you lobbying for him or against him? I'm lobbying against him. I don't think Archie Manning should be on the Mount Rushmore. That's my case. And I can throw out stats okay. and things. But I guess I nom I guess how we'll do it is I nominate Archie Manning and then you will vote and then we'll take <laughs> And you can, nominate, I'm nominating Archie Manning, but I don't think he should be on the on we gotta bring yeah, what up. What the hell well, is that? We gotta bring up. We gotta bring up names. What I was gonna hey, say hey, is, I nominate. I nominate Mike Ditka for the coaches. <laughs> but he should definitely not make it. Well, I thought maybe there would be. I thought maybe Archie Manning would be like a like a hardcore debate for the for the fourth spot. I thought maybe you three guys would argue against me, but maybe not. Uh, yeah, he, he has no place on there, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, well. Since we kind of agree on that, I guess Kevin, it's your turn. Nominate somebody for the fourth spot. Fourth spot. I well, I'm gonna say Mr. Houston Allister. Beloved, beloved saint. Yes. (laughs) The beloved saint. uh, Just you know, was instrumental in the in the team's. Turnaround, uh, you know, in that uh, in that '06 season, and you know, I, I mean, had had his best best couple of years uh, under Hazlitt, and the, the team wasn't exactly all that all that good. I mean, the, the positive points were. Reduce and can Michael Lewis make an impressive return and can Aaron Robert uh, Aaron Brooks not uh, not fuck up horribly enough so that way we have a shot to win. Yeah, 2002 Deuce McAllister, 3,800 yards, almost 1,400 yards, 13 touchdowns, um, and he caught 47 balls for 352 yards and had 16 total touchdowns. 2003 Deuce. 1,641 yards, eight touchdowns. He caught 69 passes for 516 yards. In 2004, he had 1,000 yards, nine touchdowns, and um, didn't have as many, only had 34 catches. 
Oh, Deuce is so hard. Don't forget that playoff game that he had against the Eagles. God damn it! You stole my you, you stole my clincher, Andrew. But yeah, the uh, the playoff game against the Eagles, which um, I would have to say is definitely in the top five single game performances in the history of the Saints. Um, Dave, I guess, yay or nay on Deuce McAllister? Uh, he's, 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 you know, I think it's okay if we have a vote on him. I don't know whether, I don't know whether he'd, he'd make the cut, but uh, he's certainly allowed to be on the list. Okay, well, nominate Dave. Nominate somebody besides Deuce. I would say, and again, I'm not an older guy, so I don't have memories of all these older guys. And honestly, my guy, uh, is probably he probably won't make it either, but. I like Marcus Colson. I've always really liked Marcus yeah. Colson. I, I, you know, I always felt like if Marcus Colson had 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 Deion Sanders' personality, uh, he would be a much more popular player. It's, it's incredible he hasn't been noticed for Pro Bowl. He's just he's just such a quiet guy, and he's he's been so successful and done it so quietly, and nobody seems to realize that you know he's played for the Saints for seven seasons and he has six. Six of those seasons, he's had thousand-yard seasons, and he's always been Drew's go-to guy for for so many years. Um, you know, I think he, I think when all is said and done, and when his career is over, and I think he's, I think he's going to be a lifetime saint. I don't think he's going to play anywhere else. And I think when it's all said and done, he, he's he's going to be up there, if not at the top of uh, of the Saints' all-time list for receivers. So. I think you got to consider Colston, even though he's still playing and he's, he's he's new. Who Andrew? Do you have somebody to nominate? Yeah, I mean Kevin brought him up earlier, but Sam Mills is absolutely Ooh, yeah. a guy that I think uh, you know is in the discussion for the fourth best. I mean, um, you know, he's arguably the best of those four. I mean, Todd Sewing was really special for a short amount of time. Um, you know, arguably Sean, Todd Sewing at his peak was the best. Uh, of any peak of those four, but, you know, he didn't play as long with the Saints and uh, he didn't sustain it for as long. But, uh, you know, Vaughn Johnson was very good for a short amount of time and then pretty good for a long amount of time. But uh, I really felt like Samuels maintained an elite level for over a decade almost with the Saints. Um, so, and then he went to the to Panthers and continued to be good. So, um, yeah. you know, I, I think Samuels is definitely in the discussion. I think Deuce and, and Bolston are both, very um, deserving too. So I mean, between those three, that's, that's a really hard choice. Yeah, Sam Mills. He for the Saints, he went to the Pro Bowl in '87, '88, '91, '92, um, and he was first team All Pro in '96. But that was with Carolina. Um, Sam Mills is a Sam Mills is a hard one. I, I I also think you know, Vaughn Johnson is sort of like one of the I guess like one of the lost sheep of the Saints' great players that you know. People just sort of forget about him. Um, Sam Mills is really hard. I, I, I'm going to nominate uh, uh, someone that brings out a lot of venom in Mr. Held, but but I feel like I have to nominate him, and that's Hollywood Joe Horn. Mm. Um, and and I, I would take Colston over Horn. Well, I, I'm yeah, gonna, yeah, I agree. I'm going to and and, and, he, and I, I just looked at Horn's numbers, but go ahead. Well, I mean. Here's the thing. I mean, as good as Colston has been consistently with 1,000 yards, Joe Horn in 2000, 1,300 yards, uh, 94 catches. 2001, 
83 catches, 1,265 yards. 2002, 88 catches, 1,300 yards. I mean, I think if if Marcus Colson was playing instead of Joe Horn, I I think he'd have just as many yards, if not more. I think his stats would be more impressive than not more. In 2004, he had 1,399 yards and 11 touchdowns after a a one year, a, a sort of a one year dip in 2003. Um, so basically, I mean, he had th- those five years are, are, are kind of the, I mean, the gold standard as far as stats for a Saints receiver. Um, hey Ralph, Ralph, let me ask you this: if if Colston had three more seasons of you know the barely over a thousand yards, seventy catch, non Pro Bowl season, so you know, in other words. He basically gives you a full decade of the same consistent year-in, year-out performance. Does that change anything for you, or are you still sticking with Horn based on the fact that his great seasons were much better? I think right now I'm sticking, I'm sticking with Horn. But Andrew, I would, I would argue, I would argue, Colston only needs probably just two more years of a thousand yards, and I'll bump him ahead of Horn because the thing okay. about Joe Horn, he did a lot of great things. He played in a game against Chicago where he was injured and caught two touchdowns. I mean, he he played through a lot of he played through a lot of shit and injuries with the Saints that people kind of forget. I just think Joe when Joe Horn was when Joe Horn was right in 2001, 2002. I mean, he was a just an animal um, with big plays and I don't know. It's 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 a tough it's. It's a really, it's a, it's a really hard call for me, Colston, uh, Horn over Colston. But I, I think I'm going to go slightly. But I mean, that's up for debate. But I mean, is, is there any, is there any other players that you guys think we need to consider uh, for the Morton? Morton? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he, he, needs, he needs to be considered. He, he needs to be put on the ballot. We, we need to vote on him. I, I, okay, yeah, I think I think the hard thing for him is that now that we've entered the golden age of Saints football, pre pre Sean Payton, I think Morton Anderson probably makes it. But since Sean Payton, when you have these influx of players, Colston, Breeze, you know, you, you have these extra guys, and it just sort of bumps him down. Is it? Do we have an influx of players? Or are they just fresher on our minds, and uh, and do they just do they just seem and feel and appear like they're better than those in the past? Maybe I think I'm going to well, nominate. The teams had more success the last five years than they ever have. So. I'm going to I'm going to nominate a guy. I don't think does I don't. That make, does, does that make the modern players like Andrew said the Saints have had much more success these last five six years than they ever had in their history? Is is that is that painting our view? Is that is that make, and is that making these players? Uh, up here better than than maybe they they really are. No, because I think you you you, you win when you have elite players. Yeah, that's true. And I mean the Saints were I mean the Saints were god awful. Um, the Saints were god awful in the seventies. I mean they were and they were god they were god awful because they were horribly run and. Um, and didn't have really good players. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up a, a name, uh, Sammy Knight. And, and I don't think I don't think he deserves to make it, but I do think he deserves to be in the discussion. You know, a guy that um, for the Saints. Let me let me bring up his stats. That 
you know, we would we would we would kill to have him on the Saints now. I mean, I, I feel I feel like if he was on the Saints now, he'd be the best defensive player they have. Yeah, I'd do a lot more than kill. <laughs> but I mean, you, let's. I mean, Sammy Knight. You know, uh, his stats: five interceptions. He had he had five interceptions or more five times as a Saint. You know. Um, yeah. And he scored two touchdowns uh, in '97, or in, I'm sorry, in '98 he scored two touchdowns, and in 2000 he scored two touchdowns. I mean, that, that's not you know, it's not Ed Reed crazy scoring touchdowns, but I just feel like he's maybe a guy we should discuss. Um, is it? Is there any offensive lineman? I mean, I, I feel like if, I feel like if Carl Nix was still on the Saints, we'd at least discuss him, but he's gone. Um, so I guess we need Jari Evans. Jari Evans definitely uh-huh. deserves a mention, and, and Sam Brock too. Who Jari Jari Evans is Jari Evans is Jari Evans is interesting because I, I think and Andrew and I'll pose the same question that Andrew posed to me for you guys. You know, if Jari Evans has another five years where he makes he makes let's say. Let's say three more, three more Pro Bowls. Is he is he starting to get into Canton material? Well, I mean, shit. He's he's already a four time Pro Bowler. He's a four time first team All Pro. I mean, shit. Yeah, Super Bowl I, I don't know. And he's a Super Bowl winner. I mean, I, I'm I'm not saying he's he's Hall of Fame right now, but if he plays a few more years. What is he at? He's at seven years. I think if he gets over ten, and if he even goes to one more Pro Bowl and doesn't shit the bed and just puts up and you know is able to just put up whatever the normal is, I, I think the argument would be made at that point because he'll have the years and he's already got the ring. He's got the All Pro credentials, which fucking everybody loves more yeah. than I. I, I, I oh. I'm not sure who's talking now. I don't know. I think that's Dave. I think Dave's trying to run some business uh, behind it, but that's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he's first team 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012. I mean, if he gets to the, Andrew, if he gets to if he gets to six first team All Pros, I mean, that's. That's getting ridiculous for guards. Yeah, I mean, the you're tough t- thing about the tough thing about offensive line is that I mean, you got guys like I mean, he's going up against historically guys like Bruce Matthews and Anthony Munoz. I mean, guys that were successful offensive linemen for 15 years plus who yeah. played into their late 30s. So, um, and, and sustained the level for that yeah. long. And, and Willie Rofe, I mean, he he made the Pro Bowl pretty quickly. You know, he didn't have to wait very long after he retired to make it. Yeah. But he's absolutely. I mean, he he, he was on two All Decade teams. Um, yeah. So I, I really think for an offensive lineman, it's real tough. I think you you've got to have fifteen solid seasons. Um, so I, I mean, I, I think he's got to get closer to like eight, nine Pro Bowls um, to be a lock for Canton. Um, but you know, I th- I think you know, he's got four. So I think he starts to be in the discussion at six or seven. Um, but you know the Super Bowl win helps. Um, but yeah, I, I think he he's got to have at least at least I would say five more solid seasons. 
Well, the thing about the thing about Pro Bowls, if he's healthy, even if he declines, because really, by 2007 he was the best guard in football, but he didn't make the Pro Bowl till 2009. So you yeah. make the you yeah. make the Pro Bowl probably maybe one year after you deserve it, but you keep making it a couple more years on the back end when you really don't. Yep. So so it kind of yep. even so it kind of evens out. I mean, we all remember the dog shit year that Eric Allen had with the Saints, <laughs> and then he made the Pro Bowl. <laughs> That was maybe the craziest thing I've ever seen. So I mean, I, I guess I guess we'll start on. I would say Jari Evans. I would say Jari Evans. No, um, but I would say he, if he keeps going like he's going, he's going to push really, really hard. If we have this discussion again in five, six, seven years, and and he's got eight Pro Bowls and seven first team All Pros. He'll push really hard to be on this Mount Rushmore, but right now, no. Uh, Dave, are you back with us? I never left. Oh, you never left? Or maybe we had some feedback. But Dave, Jari Evans, yes or no? Uh, I'm not gonna, I wouldn't vote him for the last spot, though. No. Kevin? Yeah, I'm going to say no at this time. Andrew? Mm-hmm. No. All right, let's go Sammy Knight. I'm going to vote no. Uh, Andrew? No. 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 All right. No. Morton Anderson, no, all across. No, I uh, <laughs> I would maybe say yes, but uh, I'm not voted obviously. So. Yeah, I, I mean we love. I, I I I would say yes, uh, knowing that knowing that essentially it's irrelevant because the two on two is not going to get it done. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, well, I th- I I think no, but the thing out is, of, out of love for kickers. Yeah, I mean, and. and and the thing is, I think, you know, it gets a long time ago. I mean, Morton Anderson, you know, he was a he was a three-time first-team All-Pro. I mean, um, you know, in 1995, you know, in, in 50, 50-yard made field goals, in 1995 he made nine, you know, from 50 yards, from 50 yards plus. Um, so, I mean, he, I mean, and... and 27 points. <laughs> That's like that's like a win right there. That's like one win. <laughs> yeah, and and I mean he was I mean he would he would pound he he was he was a kicker and he had a stretch where he was pounding touchbacks like Morstead. So, um, I'm gonna vote no, but I I think um, he he's in the discussion too. Now we get now we get to the hard ones. Uh, Sam Mills. Uh, Andrew, what about Sam Mills? Uh, I'm going to vote no. No. I-, I love Sam Mills, one of my all-time favorite Saints, but I've got somebody else in mind. Uh, anybody Anybody vote yes for Sam Mills? No. I- I- I'll vote yes for Sam Mills. I'll- Pity vote. Good for you. Good for you. Pity vote. <laughs> All right. Um, I've... <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, now we, we're, we're going to bring a guy that I brought up, and I brought him up, and then Dave can make fun of me because I'm going to vote no for him. But uh, Joe Horn, <laughs> Joe, I vote no, no for him. But um, anybody no vote? You vote Kevin, if you vote yes, I'm going to reach through the internet and slap you in the face. No, <laughs> fuck no. And you can take that with some barbecue sauce. All right, so who are we left with, Archie and Colton? We are left with Archie, Deuce, and Colton. All right. 
So let's start with with Archie. I vote no on Archie. No. 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 Uh, so now we're down to Deuce. All right, all right. Now let, let's just okay. So we're down to Deuce and Colston. So let's just present both Ralph and let's see who everyone picks. All right. Well, between the two. Well, let's let's <laughs> look at um, let's look at Colston first. He has uh, played 102 games, 77 games started, 532 catches, 7,394 yards, 58 touchdowns, um, all Saints records. I believe. Uh, uh, no, he doesn't. Joe Horn is he's 300 yards behind Joe Horn, so he'll he'll break Joe Horn's record for yards. Um, maybe by the midway, midway through 2013. What's that? He'll break he'll, that he'll like four games into the year. Yeah, a bit. If he has a really big game, he could do it three games in. Um, so that's his. That's his. That's his thing. Um, and he was also, they lost in San Francisco, but he was quietly fucking spectacular in that game. Um, if you want to, if you want to say having big moments when it counts, uh, Deuce, of course, uh, had four 1000 yards years with the saints, including 1,388 and 1,641 in 2002 and 2003, uh, including in 2003 when he went over 100 yards eight straight times. Um, so, how many touchdowns? He had in he has 70 he had 49 total touchdowns. Uh, okay, so Colson has 70 something touchdowns. Deuce has 49 touchdowns. How many yards total yards does Deuce have? 6,096. Well, he's got, he's got seven. He's got seventy, seventy-eight hundred yards total. Because if you add the, the rushing and the receiving, and and what is how many total did Colston have? Colston has seventy-four. About the same. Yeah. And he'll have he'll have probably about ten thousand by the time he's done. Yeah. My vote. My I'm, I'm Colston. I don't even really think it's that close to the other. And Andrew, who are you voting for? Yeah, I'm I'm voting for Colston. On my Mount Rushmore, and and the reason why I'm I'm doing this is because, first of all, uh, his body of work as it stands is fantastic, um, and I have no reason to believe that he's going to do anything but build on that legacy, and continue to perform at a, in workmanlike fashion and turn in several more seasons of what we've been seeing. He does it every year. He's incredibly consistent. And the reason I like this pick so much is because he is not viewed by anyone outside of New Orleans as that great. He's never been to the Pro Bowl. He's never talked about. And part of that is because he just shuts his mouth and he, and he hands the football to the, to the referee. He's a throwback type of player. And I love this so much because this will finally recognize the greatness of a guy that just puts his head down and does his job and never gets recognized for it, and he's never been to the Pro Bowl, but God damn it, we're going to make him one of the four best Saints of all time because this kid, deserves, this guy deserves recognition. And uh, when it's all said and done, he may never make the Pro Bowl, but he's going to be one of the four best all-time Saints in history. Amen. What's your choice? Kevin? I mean, if it, you know, when you're a loser when you if you vote otherwise. You're a loser if you vote otherwise. I'm not voting. I'm not voting for Deuce. Um, when you think about the four no, people on that, 
on 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 the monument. You've got the two guys best known for that eighties defense, and it was legendary. Legend. Now, now you've got Wait, the two guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck Rofe. Never mind. Fuck me. <laughs> I, I had such a good fucking point to make, and I fucking blew it. God damn it. Anyway, <laughs> fucking Colson. <laughs> Everything fucking Jude said, it was poetic, it was great, and I tried to tap it in my fucking inner poet, and I was just like, oh yeah, because we got the two defensive guys, because I fucking thought Sam Mills somehow, or somebody else in the defense was on there, and I fucking forget Willie Rofe. That's that's great, I fucking forget Willie Rofe. But, Cole, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking at Deuce's numbers, and I'm just trying to make myself see it, and it's just, once, it, you know, the... It, it, you know, Ralph pointed out the high rushing yards and the touchdowns. The attempts, he had 325 followed by 351. And next year, he had 269 for over 1,000. And after that, it was just like he was, I mean, he, you could argue he wasn't the same guy in 04. I mean, 04 and 06, he got over 1,000. And it's just, you just have to say, they tried to make him a workhorse, but then he just got hobbled. He played five games in 05. He played three games in 07. And he only started six games in 08 for the Saints. I mean, that, that was it. He, he, he just passed, you know, he had those, those two great years and then two good years. And then outside of that, it's just kind of meh. Colston is just, you know, I, I mean, fuck, I, I got to pull it up again, I guess, but because I, I want to make sure I'm saying that he, like, He's had, Colson had one great year, the 07 year, where he had 1,200 yards and 11 touchdowns. You could have, I mean, he was on his way to having a great year in, in his rookie year because he got injured, and I, I still believe that he not gotten injured, he'd have won rookie of the year because fuck Vince Young. <laughs> but, he, but even after that, he's still put up good years. Like, he's just been, he's had one great year, and then in 08, he got fucking hurt, and even then, if he had 760 yards and five touchdowns. So that was his down year. His down year would be a number three uh, player on any team in the NFL, and they would love to have a guy that did that for an entire season. He got injured yeah, he in 2011. Was injured. He, was, he was injured part of you, that season. Don't forget, he, I forgot this, and I think this is going to swing my vote. He got injured in 2011 and was supposed to be like out six to eight weeks and then had the miracle heal up of the collarbone. Hyperbaric yeah. chamber, bitches. Yeah. 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 So, uh, uh, so I mean, again, it's like... Just another, one great just another reason why Colston is awesome, because he's just so fucking dedicated to being awesome at football. He sleeps in a fucking hyperbaric chamber and speeds up his recovery time by, like, three weeks. He is the most quiet... It's It's... it's I, I, I'm trying to make a most interesting man world joke, but I'm, I'm flubbing it at this point because I'm losing my mind. <laughs> he's that, but he's not that. He's, he's like he's the mirror image of the most interesting man in the world. All he does is he sits in his booth and just looks up. He doesn't say shit. He doesn't say anything. He's the, he's the least interesting man in the world. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. He's the least <laughs> interesting man in the world, except he's fucking awesome. Yeah, I th I think there's an outside chance that 
because of the way you mentioned that Colson keeps himself in shape and he doesn't necessarily depend on his speed to do what he does. I think there's an outside Uh-oh. I think there's an outside go, on, go and say it. Go say it. I think there's an outside chance that he plays to 35-36 and keeps this up and he becomes the 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 art monk 2.0 where yeah. all the yeah, people like job. Drew Brees and, 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 and Sean Payton and Jari Evans, when they get in the Hall of Fame, they'll be like, motherfucker, put Marcus Colston in. And people like Peter King are like, well, he never made the Pro Bowl and this and that. <laughs> and we're like, motherfucker had 13,000-yard years. You know, <laughs> I, I think – is it likely? No, but I think it's like a 30% shot that that happens with him. Um, so here's, I mean, here's, here's the thing I, I like in it too is – you know, I talked about Pat Swilling and how at his peak he, he was better. And I, I kind of view that with Deuce versus Colston, you know. It's like a Pat Swilling versus Sam Mills. Colston is just more reliable over a longer period of time. And, yes, Deuce had some incredible seasons, but his career was cut short due to injuries. Look, if we're calling this a popularity contest, if you're asking me to pick the player I like the best, then Deuce is number one on the list over anything in yeah. history. I love Deuce, and, and I'll never forget him. And he was my favorite player to watch, and he, he always will be. But if I'm just talking about value to the team, um, now the one counter argument I would make, and I'm just, just playing devil's advocate here, is Deuce and Callister was on some pretty shitty teams, and Aaron Brooks was his quarterback. <laughs> and Marcus Colston – Without Drew Brees, is not maybe not half the player. Um, yeah. So you know, I think there's a little bit of that where Drew Brees kind of made Marcus Colston, and Deuce McAllister absolutely made himself. Um, but you know, I'm still picking Colston at the end of the day. I think, um, but uh, but at the end of the day, I do think he is a little bit fortunate of his circumstance um, versus Deuce McAllister, a little bit maybe unfortunate with the injuries and, and playing on bad teams. Yeah, I I think, and maybe this is for me. And I, I was, as you were talking, I was thinking about the thing for Deuce that I always had, had, had I'd held him up as a Mount Rushmore guy. Is that playoff game against Philadelphia is one of my that was favorites. glorious. It was glorious, but it but at the same time, as glorious as it was, if you're gonna put Deuce on there, you know, we're not talking about Tracy Porter. Tracy Porter has two of the most glorious moments in Saints history too. So yeah. I think, Jude, you convinced me that the fourth guy on the Mount Rushmore for Saints players is one Marcus Colston. Now, if we were doing the Mount Rushmore of best one-game perform clutch one-game performances, I think Deuce's game against the Eagles is definitely in the top. Oh, four. we'll be struggling for topics, my friend, in the middle of June. We may have that. Because if yeah, you want, we should go back to that. Because because if you want to if you want to have one game spectacularness, uh, Aaron Brooks might qualify for that award. No, that's yeah, true. But well, that's true. Aaron Brooks, his 2000 game against San Francisco, where he threw for 350 and ran for 120, is about as fucking good as you can be. Um, but he might be disqualified for throwing a backwards pass. Um, <laughs> definitely. So, I gotta go, guys. I gotta I gotta split. Dave's got a split. We're going to talk about Kevin's wrestling and start the bracket for his intro music. But we've gone an hour, and we're going to push that off to next week. But rest assured, oh. rest assured Kevin has. He's got four brackets. It, it doesn't deserve to just be flit along. It needs its own 
podcast and it needs me to have the time to drop in the right music and sound bites and really go all out with Roddy Roddy Piper sound and all that. And we can't do so that. Basically, this, this entire podcast was Mount Rushmore. Yeah, this entire podcast was Saints Mount Rushmore. That's how nice. little that's how little news they have of the Saints right now. There's no news. They well, just a, give us the material, baby, and we'll stretch it out. We did. We did. We did 45 minutes of Mount Rushmore. So to wrap it up, wow. the, that's good. That, that is good. The non Saint, the non player Mount Rushmore is Jim Henderson, uh, Jim Mora, Sean Payton, and Buddy D. The player Mount Rushmore was Drew Brees, Ricky Jackson, Willie Rofe. And Marcus Colston, um, I, you know, and I, I think Dave brought up an interesting point about how, to, as we end this thing, that you know we forget about the people in the past. But I mean, maybe in the comments in Canal Street Chronicle that they, because they do have a lot of good old time Saints fans that, that'll bring up people. But I don't think, guys, I don't think we missed anybody that you can have a serious argument besides Archie Manning. I mean, in the seventies, maybe. Tommy Tommy Myers, he had a ton of interceptions and went to the Pro Bowl a couple times. But like Derlin Moore, he played a long time for the Saints, but he wasn't in the category of these guys. Or Jim Dombrowski. I mean, I don't think we missed anybody, and that just says how bad the Saints were their first 20 years. No, I mean, I think if you wanted to pick like big moments, you know, historical moments in team history, then you could go with a guy like John Gilliam who ran back, you know, the opening kickoff in team history for a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a pretty cool um, moment in, in Saints history. And you could go with the Tom Dempsey 63-yard field goal. I mean, that's a big moment in team history. Um, so those are two guys that I think would come up if you're, if you're just looking at, you know, isolated one-play um, events in team history. But beyond that, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good players in team history, but um, I mean, as I said, the the only one that for me is that's really even up for debate is the fourth spot, um, and I think you can make a case for a lot of guys: Sam Mills, Deuce McAllister. Um, you know, there's a number of guys that I think uh, um, belong in that discussion. You know, ultimately we pick Colton, but uh, with the top three for me, they're they're no brainers. I don't see how you can argue them. Kevin, your final thoughts on our Mount Rushmore uh, discussion? No, I mean I, I was just going to say. Good discussion, uh, and that's you know anytime you get into the anytime you get into something subjective like that, it's, it's that's probably the most important thing is is it a good discussion, and uh, did you get something valid out of it? And if you can answer yes to both of those, then that's really all that matters. And I think for Dave when he when he posts the podcast, what I'm going to do, I'm going to ask people to bring up. Mount Rushmore topics that they want us to discuss, and obviously we won't we won't do it every week until the Saints start training camp. But we'll throw out some fun because I think I think for the Saints, I mean, if we did like horrible horrible decisions, Mount Rushmore, I mean, it would be a bloodbath. Oh, we would just it would it would be it would be a bloodbath. I mean, you could do best moments, you can do um, player you hate the most. Um, I mean, it's it. You can do you can do this topic. It can be it can be fun. It can be bloody, and it could be uh, it could be frayed friendships. Uh, I've got this. I've got this funny feeling that Albert Connell is going to come back on this podcast. Oh my goodness! Best 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 robbery of a teammate, Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, 
Yeah, so we'll wrap this up for uh, – and we'll get all your wrestling updates, we promise, uh, next week. But, Kevin, can you give – Iron Eagle. Can, Iron, Kevin, can you give the people like a 20-second wrestling update to whet their appetite to tie them over till next week? Uh, basically, I had to do a lot of diversity in, in coming up with this list, uh, a lot of iterations, because if I didn't, it would have just been nothing but Faith No More, Led Zeppelin, and Alice in Chains tunes. I'm so, you, people, you have no idea how much I'm looking forward to breaking down this bracket like, uh, like it's a tournament selection show. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be fantastic. So go to Saints Nation uh for Andrew Juge and comment and he's got good stuff even though it's the dead period. What are you gonna what else are you gonna do? You're gonna read about baseball? Come on. Um so for our leader, Dave Cariello, for Kevin Hell, Brandon Juge, I'm Ralph Marlboro. Uh so long until next week.